Testing, 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 testing. You can learn a lot from trapeze artists. Their feet don't touch the ground. They're airborne. And from the air, you do get a unique perspective on life. And there's always the possibility of a terrible crash. This is a podcast about flying high. Grief when you lose a colleague who doesn't come down. And friendship. Two retired trapeze artists who Who now now run a denim denim boutique. boutique. Hello, Stevie. Hello, Shola. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes. How are you today? I'm a lot better when I haven't been thinking about the morning. The morning for me is never good because I get out of bed with a very sharp temper. Yes, and and maybe that's because when all those years of working on the ship, you somehow took on some of the anger of the captain. Because I believe that happens. I took on the anger of the captain. You're absolutely right. And I think it's because we had adjoining portholes. So you remember most of the bedrooms had a porthole facing the sea. My porthole, unfortunately, faced straight into the captain's sink area. So I was able to see him when he was foaming up his moustache to start a shave. I was able to see him when he was putting toothpaste on a brush and constantly staring at his filthy face yes yes and and the energy from him transcended from his cabin through the porthole into your porthole and into you that's right and he also had that little mouse that was a nasty little vermin creature it was a vole it was a vole that's right and it was one of those electric voles. Do you remember those electric voles? You yes. used to get them a lot in the 70s, didn't you? You used to see yes. them everywhere. Like little volts, little yes. volts of energy. They always yes. had a nasty sort of sting if you picked one up, like a little electric shock. Yes. Well, that little vole would come very fast through my porthole and right up my duvet cover sometime, even if I hadn't. <laughs> Yes. Well, I remember because I was next door to you, um, but our portholes weren't um, connected. And But I did hear you once tap very loudly on, on my wall, um, complaining that you had just been struck by Vol. Absolutely. Well, that I remember was one of the worst times when the Vol would not leave me be. Furious creature. <laughs> He was adamant that he was going to get you and strike you and leave you low. Filthy temper. Vermin have filthy temper. There's not a person alive who would disagree with that. Vermin, voles, mice, rats. Why do you think they're always in the underground? Why do you think they're in the base of a ship? That one was a particularly nasty character and had been thrown out by cook from the kitchen. A piece of vermin thrown out? That's how bad he was. He was a low character, that vermin, and he never let me be. No, but it was quite interesting how he was initially attracted to the captain. Well, that's because he pretended, if you remember, to be the captain's (laughs) moustache. 
So for a period of time, yes, he rested on the captain's upper lip. He did, and it's like the captain didn't notice. It was very extraordinary. Well, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. No, but he got a lot of compliments, didn't he? You know, it made him look quite handsome, I would say. Well, he got called Motormouth a lot, didn't he, by some of the younger members of staff, because every now and then, if the little vole ran off his face, of course, he had a bare patch, and... If the vole ran back on again, it gave him a very animated look, didn't it? A very sort yes. of handsome look, really. Yes. and such an unattractive yes. man. Yes, and every time the vole kind of struck him with his lightning voltage, it was like he had a little sort of mini seizure around his face. So he did yes, look he did. very animated. He would twitch to he Billy, would. wouldn't he? He'd twitch like somebody who's really in trouble, not just a medical trouble, but somebody who's lost the plot. Yes. And he lost the plot enough times as it was without needing electric shocks from a from a vermin that's attacking his moustache area. He was a very, very, very attractive man when he first arrived on the ship, if you remember. Well, well, on my first day, he wasn't very happy with me, so his anger kind of destroyed me seeing any handsomeness in him. But yes, I can appreciate that he had the most sparkling blue eyes. They were like the sea. And a very hair suit man. I mean, there was hair all over that man. There were hairs on his cheeks. There were hairs down his arms, both sides, front and back. Yes. There was so much hair throffing out of his jacket. Good grief, I remember his wrists. Yes, he was Hesiod. And I think that maybe that's why the Vole liked him as well, for his anger and for his Hesiodness. Well, and the sea liked him, because the sea gets into rhythm with the captains of ships. The sea reacts to the characters aboard the sea. Yes. So if you've got a ship with a captain as roguish as ours you've got the wrath of the sea and the foam and the weather charming and throwing and throttling all the guests all over the place with the yes. captain singing a merry tune on the deck yes and and it was rarely calm which is why our job was quite precarious as trapeze artists on our cruise ship it was because not only were we navigating high heights we were out in the elements we were out in the elements, and if you remember in the early days, we thought it wise to try and wear waterproof leotards. Well, they're not good on trapeze swinging because, of course, of the slippery rubber aspect. Yes, and they're stiff. They're stiff as wood. Well, that was Pipey's problem, wasn't it? He was so bored like in his. I remember when he had to do a pike throw. And yes. all we could see was what really looked like a plank of wood hurl, flying through the Yes, yes. well, he couldn't bend, could he? No, and not in that. No, and he, he did fall down, didn't he, that day? Uh, and it, it ruined the show. I mean, we had people walk out, we had complaints. Um, so we threw out our waterproof costumes there and then. Well, I'd like to say how happy I was to be in a lighter garment, not a waterproof straight jacket. I mean, they were like straight jackets. You yes. can't do all the throws and flips and twists in such heavy material. It's why we went into the boutique industry, to deal with material. 
Yes. Well, I mean, we were lycra lovers for many, many years. We love lycra. But our true passion now is denim because of its flexibility, its warmth, its comfortness. And the blueness reminds us of the sea. And the captain's eyes. Yes, I was just about to say that, the captain's eyes. And when he did rage and we knew there was a storm, we got out our incense sticks and we lit them and we would do a little dance around him, trying to placate him so that for our show, we would have a little bit of peace. And sometimes it worked, didn't it? What That's did we right. used to sing to him? So we'd, we'd, we would light the incense sticks. We would go into his cabin and fly our incense sticks around like they were sparklers. And we That's had a it. little song. Yes, Come it was Frank Carter and the Rapping. That's it. Come, little captain on the sea. Come, little captain, sing with me. Something like that, wasn't it? We hate hate you. (laughs) And it worked. It did work because there's such a very, very fine line between love and hate. And I think if you shout at someone, I hate you, as much as you and I did to him, he realised how much we cared. Yes, and he loved us really deep down. I mean, deep I say down. he detests us a lot, but I think, oh my goodness, Stevie, I've just had a thought. Is the captain still alive, do you think? Good grief. Oh, you know what? In all these years, I've never actually wondered whether and what he's even doing now. I can't imagine he's seaborn. No. But I can't imagine he's shoreborn either. I he can't, can't imagine him ever being shoreborn. Maybe That's... he's maybe he's in a retirement home for filthy old men. Yes, or retired captains or sailors. He could be in a sailor's a sailor's community. He could yes. be doing community service for many members of the public given his filthy side yes he could in fact be incarcerated in fact i'd imagine he is incarcerated because prison is something that he would be familiar with given his temper yes and i suppose being confined to a cabin for all these years he would suit him being he would like it. i would imagine if he hasn't been become a convicted felon i would imagine that he's trying yes Yes, well, he was trying, wasn't he? I mean, he was very trying. Yes, I mean, the amount of times he would just chase us around with, with a lemon. Do you remember he chased us with a lemon one? Well, he had a big problem with citrus fruit. Do you remember he always had a basket yes. on him, basket on his arm? If it wasn't full of citrus fruits, it was full of small grenades of some kind, wasn't it? Like well, grenades that were full of rice, cooked rice. He yes, put rice on him, little rice bombs. Rice bombs. Yes, rice, rice bombs. bombs. Yes, he couldn't yeah. stop, could he? Throwing things, always throwing something, always throwing yes. a bit of citrus fruit. Yes, always and it... throwing a bit of a rice bomb. Yes, and that was Roger's job for months on end. Was just making these rice bombs. Absolutely, and it got everybody in the eye numerous times. Yes. There was a constant use for the expect the opticians on that boat. I mean, the opticians you'd think on any boat wouldn't be so busy. But it if you've got a busy. captain that's throwing things at people, come, good grief. Yes. Once I went into the optician's office, it's a really pretty little office, and 
she had a little jar next to her table and it was indeed full of rice where she'd been picking the rice out of people's eyes. Absolutely. And she had that huge peacock. Do you remember? She always had a peacock yes. in there. Yes. It was stuffed. Why. Yes. It was stuffed, yeah. It was stuffed until we got to that one of those stops and, and somebody brought her a live one. And then the live one proceeded to kill the stuffed one, not realising it was already stuffed. Yes. And choked to death on the feathers. Yeah, that's right. And then there were two dead ones. There were two dead ones. And in the end, there was just a great cacophony of dead creatures in that because that's where the vault went. Yes, the vault ended up there. The vault kind of left a, 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 like a, a trail of destruction on, on the ship. But nobody well, it was a thief. tried to kill it. It was a thief. And it was yes. a con man, that vole. It was. That vole was a con man. Yes, but it was likeable. You know, I liked I Well, it was a rogue, wasn't it? Like most yes. rats are. Yes. Like you, the captain. A lovable rogue. A lovable rogue rat. Yes. So as much as you wanted to detest for, for all the striking and the twitching that it created, you, you loved it for creating the moustache and for creating a bit of fun, a bit of, bit of adventure. And I think that's what we've wanted to highlight in this episode, really, isn't it? What the good things you can find on very bad mornings. So if you're having a bad time listening to this, try and see the good in your life. If there's a nasty creature trying to get into your house, how kind can you be to that creature? Yes, focus on the good things. See the flowers, not the weeds in the garden. See the rain, not the bow. Yes. So we hope this has been helpful. And remember, we will help you fly high. So you don't have to come down. So until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.